0: Hey everybody, this is your boy PDG reminding you to go to FrancescaNewYork.com for the finest fur and faux accessories on the East Coast. FrancescaNewYork.com
1: Coming at you, you at the US roundtable, bringing it to you raw. We're gonna not hold back, not cut out the curses. So if you're too sensitive for the shit, like subscribe and get mad more. Passing it off to you.
2: <laughs> to me? To me.
1: Who's catching it? <laughs> I don't know. It's Marsh Madness.
2: Okay. <laughs> and this is Tribe, Travis, Tribe, Travis, see your Majesty. Ready for the next show. Yo, 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 PT,
0: what up? Yo, what's happening? What's happening? This is PDG Raw, the polite pimp. Say, what's up? Live, raw, and who the hell gives a fuck? Anyway, Khadijah is having technical difficulties. Apparently, it's my fault. And um, Khadijah, yeah. our favorite millennial, I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, you get that orange juice cleaned up. I hope there wasn't any booze in that orange juice, because that's a bad, that's a real waste of booze right there. Anyway. St- Starting off, um, that's <laughs> alcohol abuse. <laughs> it is, it's alcohol. Starting oh, off, man. TV, who's partying a little too hard in St. Martin over the week, uh, she will not be able to make it on tonight. And, uh, apparently, what happens in St. Martin, Sparrow
1: stays in St. Martin.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, Christy,
1: don't, don't act and don't tell.
0: <laughs> the, and our uh, first, have
1: fun and don't get caught,
0: sister. <laughs> and our uh, girl Christy is uh in DC, uh protecting the country, doing uh what it is that she's doing. We salute her. Salute to Christy. Christy, we're having a drink on you and having a drink with you and having a drink for you. So there you go. I don't even know if Christy drinks though, but anyway. What can you do? Mm-hmm. Sparrow, I see you rolling a J. Beautiful. All right. Yes. Sir. Travesty, I didn't get a chance to talk to you about the Super Bowl. I wanna I know it's I know it's past, but <laughs> I never had a chance yeah. to get your thoughts on the Super Bowl and the Come commercials.
2: It, it was good. It was good game, and there was some good commercials on there. Like the halftime show, everybody did pretty well. Fifty Cent looked like he gained a few pounds, but you know, hey. other than that, it was good. Uh-huh. Yeah, people was trolling him on uh, Instagram, but he was going back. He was firing back at him. You know how Fifty Cent? He said, like, "All right, watch." Let me get back in shape now. But yeah, it, they had was, to
1: learn when he 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 roasted ja Rule out of the game. He, <laughs> a... <laughs> he came <laughs> with the wordplay just as hard as the streets. I'm just as hard <laughs> with my lyrics. What <laughs> <laughs> demolished him? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ja Rule. I yeah, like you. But... Yeah, you should have oh. just stuck with the the the, the female. You shouldn't have let him like emasculate you on that shit. You had that game. That was your game. You should have <laughs> had know, some yeah. girls like rapping on your behalf like Rule's the man. And then he would have been like, Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, Ma- Mary J looked good.
2: Yeah, she did. She did.
0: She looked good. She got a little she got a little thickness to her now. Yeah, she was looking mm. good. So yeah. speaking of Ja Rule though, he you know, he got in a lot of trouble because you know he had that big music uh, did, you, did you any of you ever hear about that? The what? Ja Rule had this big music, uh supposedly it was gonna be a big concert. And they did it over in uh in the Caribbean somewhere and it, um. it people were promised like these villas and all that, but it was more that it, it was really almost like um like tents and it was like no food. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's kinda oh, like wow. that episode of Martin when they booked that <laughs> vacation. <laughs>
3: They were fighting off the rat.
0: <laughs> that episode of Martin was classic. That was classic. Rat,
2: dog, puppy, cat. <laughs> when it got it,
0: when it jumped on the, it jumped on the Pam's head. That was hysterical. Yeah. Did you, did they tried to get it off. Yeah, that was one of my favorite
2: episodes.
0: That was one of my favorite episodes. I tell you. So, yo, Trav, about the Super Bowl though, because I really didn't get a chance to talk. To you. It was a good one. It was a good Super Bowl. You think the Bengals mm-hmm. are gonna make it back, or will it be another twenty? plus years or whatever. Nah, um,
2: they got a good enough team. I don't know if it's going to be next year, but I think in the future, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they'll get back. They'll
0: mm. get back. I got to tell you, though, I'm not going to lie. I was pretty much high through the whole thing. I was messaging Sparrow. I was telling her. I was stoned out of my mind. So I was, but the commercials were pretty good. Yeah. They yeah, got yeah, better. Some decent yeah, they, got, they got better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but hey, listen, did, did, you, did any of you hear about that... Um, I forgot his name, but he was down in Florida, and he got acquitted for standing his ground. It was the guy that killed the other guy in the movie theater. Anybody hear about that?
1: No. Hmm.
0: So this this 70-some-odd-year-old former police officer was in a movie theater, and he went ahead, and he asked the guy in front of him to put his cell phone away, and the guy in front of him was texting his babysitter, because they had, like a, a, you know, at that time, it was a young daughter, home with the babysitter, and he said, I'm putting it away. I was just texting the babysitter. And apparently a fight kind of broke out. Not like a fist fight, but the guy, the former cop, kind of said something back to him, well, it shouldn't be out or something like that. So the guy turned around and threw a bag of popcorn at him, (laughs) and the former cop got up and and shot him and killed him right there in the movie theater. Whoa, man. Literally just up and shot him right there in the movie theater. I never heard nothing
2: about that.
0: Yeah, and he got acquitted. Florida, let me
1: say. For, you know, in in the court of law, there's something called proportional force.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: The gunshot to him throwing a popcorn was not proportional force. It's
0: unreal. And this guy was basically claiming that he was fearing for his life after the guy threw a bag of popcorn at him. So let me tell you. Well,
2: wait, wait. Was it a black guy in a white car?
0: No, two white guys. Oh, two okay. white. <laughs> oh, okay. Did the
1: white guy have tattoos? Was he like a biker-looking guy?
2: No, he
0: was. A, he was a younger-looking. He was a younger guy, obviously. So, but still, though, I mean, I look at it as you—you—you got hit with a bag of popcorn. You're gonna pull out a gun and shoot the fucking guy? Are you serious?
1: Sounds like, sounds like someone was mad. His ears came and went, so he had to take someone else's ears.
0: I'm telling yeah, you, it was it pretty
2: much pissed, pissed me off. Totally I don't crazy. think I shoot the person. Yeah.
0: Totally, it was totally crazy. I don't even know where to begin with that. You know, that was completely, that was totally crazy. But that's what, that's what happened with that. And he actually got acquitted. And it, it, see, that's why Florida is so crazy. Why? That's
1: why that. did they acquit him?
0: Uh, well, they said, they said uh, it was the stand your ground. Hmm. You know, that was, that was the thing that was messed up. It was in, in Florida is really big with that. They're really big with stand your ground. Like you, you look at tra- the, the whole Trayvon Martin thing. George Zimmerman yeah. followed the kid home. The kid came out and picked a fight with him. And they, and George, um, whatever his fucking name was, Wait, shot the kid.
2: Well, he said he the kid. The kid wasn't doing any damn thing.
0: He wasn't doing anything, you know? And, and But yet they said, oh, stand your ground. You know, he, 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 Florida's oh, fucked up with he, that. <laughs> only one that needed to be standing their ground in that was
2: Trayvon. You see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't do nothing to, to guy. the God. Guy God did
1: something. I to guess him. It stand stand your ground against you know. Well, you know,
0: the, the, thing, the thing, regarding the thing regarding Trayvon Martin is that you know he was from out of town. He was, a, I think he was from Queens, right? If I'm not mistaken. And oh, you yeah. know, I, thought,
2: I thought he was from there, so he wasn't from Florida.
0: No, he wasn't from Florida, but he was visiting family, and George Zimmerman followed him. You know, and 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 the the neighborhood watch uh, so, uh, committee or association or whatever told Zimmerman, stand down, don't follow him. What does he do? Even the police told him, don't follow him. He followed him. The kid came out and picked a fight with him, and, they sh- and he shot him. It was the most one-sided case ever. It was ridiculous. And the fact is, is that George Zimmerman walked, and Trayvon Martin's dead. T- yeah. Florida's crazy like that. Don't get into fights in Florida, because nine times out of ten, if they're packing, and they'll shoot, and you know, they'll say your ground, even if they picked a fight with you. It's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, Megan Burke, she is a certified feng shui uh, Mm -hmm. consultant in the BTB tradition. Uh, She specializes in empowering her clients on how to harmonize their work and home spaces through balancing the five elements. Um, Her background as a foot reflexologist in New York City, in, in the New York City area, helped lead her to studying the ancient art. Uh, of Fang Shui, which dates back thousands of years. We all know that. Yeah, definitely. That feng Shui has been around forever. Uh, she most recently created a digital product called Getting in Command, Change Your Life, which is designed to set up your optimal workspace at home. And here she is, Megan Burke. <laughs> hey, hey, guys. What's doing?
4: up? <laughs> hey, 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 Megan. Hi, hey. US Roundtable.
0: What's hey. happening? Hey. How are you doing?
4: Great to see you. Thanks for having me tonight.
0: Hey, listen, we're, 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 we're happy to have you on, believe me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and thank you for joining us. So, Megan, how about you give us a little bit of a rundown as to what uh, the your digital product is and also about um, how you came about uh, studying the feng shui?
4: Oh, thanks, Petey. Uh, hi, Khadija, Wilhelmina, Travesty, Petey. Hey,
2: hey,
4: hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, Well, thank you so much for having me tonight and being a part of the roundtable and, uh, you know, throwing this uh, uh, topic out on the table of uh, stepping into your power in uh, 2022. And uh, yeah, so, you know, I think that we all know that we want to have more power, uh, you know, because if we have more power, uh, we have more leverage. uh, Mm -hmm. And, you know, so... It, it it's, uh, if we have more leverage, we have more choice. And in more choice, there's more freedom, right? So we all see how we're drawn uh, to feeling more powerful in our lives. And, uh, you know, and I think that um, because of what has happened to all of us in the last two years, we're really seeing how to Kind of relook at uh, what we consider, uh, you know, valuable in our lives. Uh, so uh, that you know, that kind of led uh, the shifting of the pandemic of me to create this product uh, because seeing how you know, for the most part, before the pandemic, everybody was kind of out in the world. You know, we get a lot of our value of being out. And being seen, especially as, you know, New Yorkers as, uh, well, I know Travis you live in Atlanta now, but, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, people that live in big cities. And I think especially uh, for apartment dwellers, uh, I think it's different for people that live at home uh, in a home where they have more property, but for people that are in an apartment, uh, we see how being out in the world, uh, you know, is, is important to us. Uh, and then when the pandemic hit, suddenly all that outward energy turned inward. Hmm. And in that, I really saw, wow, here is uh, an opportunity for all of us to see how, uh, you know, we can t- kind of take stock of what we have inside, uh, not just inside where we're living, but kind of just inside our own uh, own self, so so yeah, uh, so th- so that is what what brought me to think about how we can uh, reshape and look at how to you know. And then this topic, I want to talk with you all tonight about uh, stepping into your power. So, mm. yeah, well, we're
0: excited about that. I'm I'm I would love to learn about stepping into my power. Sure. <laughs> Tell you that I'm all for it. Um, let's, let's step in.
1: Yeah, I'm already trying to jump into those shoes. Like you don't see the, Ma- the Malcolm X right here, all letting everyone know where the mind is, where this is Pan Africa right here. So mm. yeah, I'm 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 digging it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know you know what I'm glad you brought that up because we Megan did give us a little homework about what our symbol, what a symbol of power is to us, Megan, if I'm not mistaken. What we think a symbol mm-hmm. of power is? Yes. Wonderful. I hope we all did our homework because I know I did. Who wants to go first? You did your homework.
4: <laughs> right now I'm
0: pouring. I'm pouring my power right now. So I. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's kind of like your uh, Superman's. Uh, what was grit <clears throat> that, that Kryptonite? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Well, you know what? An Italian without wine is not Italian. Megan, like <laughs> hey, you got some Italian roots. You know what I'm talking about.
4: I do, indeed, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, what's
4: your symbol of power, Peter?
0: My symbol of power is actually, I don't know, I have a ring. And it's a—it's actually a ring for, I, I, obviously, you're not going to be able to see it, but it's a ring from Egypt. Mm-hmm. And it's all about washing away the old. And literally welcoming in the new. So if you can see, it's kind of a figure with uh, a water, you know, a, a, a vase pouring water on it, and that's what it is to me. I always think of, I think a symbol of power is all about how quickly you can either renew or adapt, and um, that's the way I look at it. I was going to go with the dollar sign, but I was like, you know what? I really can't. I really can't say money is power, even though I want to. But I really can't. I feel more about mm. the fact renewing life um, and renewing yourself. I think that's a symbol of power to me. I feel that way. Yeah.
4: Can, can you hold it back a little bit? Because it was a little uh, blurry. And then maybe to be able to see it a little, uh, the image of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Let me just make sure. Okay. So I, I'm going to try. I don't know if you can see it now.
4: Maybe pull, pull it back. back a little. Keep pulling it back. Okay. Oh, I guess not. Okay.
0: Yeah. How about now? Yeah. What if I get a little closer? Nah. No. No, you
4: can't see it.
1: All it right. Well, out. actually,
0: you know, this, this ring was given to me and it was given to me back uh, when uh, my wife and I were first dating and when, when we actually really got serious. And then she put this ring on me and she explained to me about, about renewing and, and I don't want to use the term recycling, but renewing yourself. And I really feel that's definitely a symbol of power, to, the ability to renew yourself and rejuvenate.
3: That's funny. Yeah. So I guess I'll go next because it kind of ties into I think a symbol of power for me would be taking anything um, I don't know how to say it, that I hold mm, true or dear to me, like any characteristic or things I know that lie dormant in myself or already have and making them better, stronger and putting them out there. I would say, for example, like even like if, if it's a, a talent, like we all know, like I so taking that or things from my childhood and just constantly making them better and turning into where my world can revolve about it to around it to me is a symbol of power like staying true to who you are and whatever your, your calling is. It's gonna be hard sometimes because obviously you're gonna get um, distracted and pulled apart, but I think it's more powerful when you keep those things around you and, you know, in your home. I know many people are artists who've grown up and just stopped. I think no matter what job I have, no matter where I am, I never, you know, want to stop and forget those parts of me. I think that's what makes me, you know, powerful and keeps me grounded.
2: Wow, that's... That was kind of my thing. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say something similar to that. You know, your self-confidence, your self-knowing yourself, you know, because as you grow, you think you know everything about yourself, but the older you get, you're always constantly learning who you are. And the more you learn about yourself, I think the better you are as putting it out to your surroundings and the people around you as long as it's in a positive way, you know what I mean? But I think self, loving and caring about yourself, not in a selfish way, but knowing who you are, because you know you want to put that energy out as well as receiving it. So I just think inner love and projecting it out, to me, that's some kind of power. If, if I'm explaining it right, I don't know if I'm saying it in the right scientific ways, but that's what I'm trying to say. It's similar to what Khadija was saying.
1: Yeah. Well, for me, power represents different forms. Um, it depends on uh, where you're trying to y- wield it. So it transforms for me from time to time. Like sometimes restraint shows more power to me during depending on what I'm dealing with at that moment or, um, or my voice is more powerful and, and let my emotions be my bravery. I think my emotions are my power. I stay true to them and I stay true to who I am and I stay true to my, my, my just how I feel and, 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 and try to stay my truth as best as possible and allowing vulnerability to be like a, a form of power in itself. So,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's awesome, Sparrow. And I got to tell you, I just want to let everybody know that all of you that I know, Megan, I know I'm getting to know you, but the round table right here. You are the most truest people that I know, for real. And what I love about all of you is that you would definitely tell me if I'm screwing up. That's what I love about you. Each and every one of you. And Travesty, you know you're the glue, pal. You know you I'm are, the bro. Glue. You're the glue. Okay. I'll be that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind being the glue. Mm-hmm.
4: What about for you, Megan? Uh, well, yeah, so when i when I thought about the whole symbol, I guess um you know, I think about how we are taking in you know symbols in society and um and how that goes to our subconscious mind symbols um, I think, I mean, at least from what I've understood about our subconscious mind, and so i um the first symbol I thought of is uh you know it's i don't know how long it's been around but really just the kind of the the power symbol of uh basically you know putting our fists together and uh you know it means uh you know who knows around other parts of the world but i at least i think in america um and so for me um as a foot reflexologist also you know when we put our hand in a fist um we're kind of gathering our power and um and so but one thing i find very interesting about you know for people that are listening rather than watching it's basically just we're, you know putting our hands in a fist that i find interesting is here with this fist we actually have our thumb on the outside And in, uh, reflexology, our thumb is a representation of our spinal column. So when I see how we have the thumb out and I think, um, you know, when I moved to New York, uh, back in 2007, it was the first time I'd ever heard people say this phrase of watch your back, got your back. And, and, uh, you know, there's a lot to that. And so, uh, what I would want to say about this symbol is actually since the thumb is the spinal uh, the spinal column, when we have our spinal column out here on the on the on this symbol, it actually puts us in a more heightened state of being alert. And what I would ask people to do is the opposite where you actually tuck the thumb in. Uh, Underneath the pinky, and then close all four fingers around it. Um, so, I, I encourage you to try that. You know, to, to my fellow uh, uh, US Roundtable, is to see what that feels like if you do the usual symbol of just holding your hand out in that fist, mm. and then seeing what happens when you tuck that thumb and put it uh, underneath all four fingers. Mm. So the thing that uh that happens in this case is here then we nestle and nurture the thumb which is our spinal column and so for me being interested in feng shui and helping people to feel in their power one way is is to have our spinal column feel that it is supported and safe um so to me, that, that I just, I've, I've been kind of curious about it is how it came about that it was the thumb on the outside when I would really want people to actually tuck the thumb. And then also I've learned in palmistry that our thumb, maybe tell me if I'm wrong, but uh, the thumb is connected to our ego. And so you can kind of tuck your ego here, right? And... I think that's very powerful as well, you know, cause we all know the egos, you know, it has a say, but it's not always all about it.
3: I find that interesting. And because it is like symbolism that I, I don't know, seems, should we get into conspiracy theories? No, I'm joking, but they really want us to be vulnerable, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Vulnerable to what's coming, whether it be our ego or, you know, someone coming to hurt us that's the way i think about it like if you're tucking yourself but if all the years it's always been outside seems like they want people to be vulnerable i don't think there's really mistakes when it comes to symbolism especially because they date back all the way to you know ancient um transcripts and things of that sort so i find that actually pretty sad
0: i find i find it interesting about protecting Um, about protecting the thumb because you know when you actually throw a punch you know you keep your you keep your fist and you keep your thumb here because if you keep it out you're gonna wind up breaking it Mm -hmm. so I find that interesting because when you throw a punch it's you're protecting your thumb that way but putting it in you know that's interesting
4: Mm.
0: Um, talking about protecting because if you throw a punch holding your thumbs you're gonna break your thumbs
4: Ah, so. ah, I see. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. that's, that's what
0: well, I another
4: way,
3: to, that could be. You don't
2: even... make any punches like that. I'm... Yeah, definitely. that. But, you know, <laughs>
0: it's interesting, though, because I actually, I actually calm. I actually calm when I hold my thumbs like this. It actually relaxes me. You ah. know, so that's interesting. I never so. that.
4: Well, and hmm. Sparrow, you know, being a mother, um, I'm not sure about PD and travesty you your parents. But, you know, so look at an infant, and an infant naturally uh, tucks its thumb. That is true. So it shows us that we want to uh, nurture our spinal column. And we do that through this tucking of the thumb.
0: Mm, Wow.
3: I was going to say that my little brother has that about about him. I think until maybe he hit a teenager, if he got nervous or was in certain situations, he would naturally just hold his thumb. Mm. So, Mm. And then you have people who suck their thumbs. Like, what's that about? Yeah, I knew someone did that.
1: (laughs) Very oddly
4: ways. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm guilty of that. I did that as a kid. It was embarrassing. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: But I find it it interesting because for... That symbol it means taking your power back. Like I, I I grew up in an era of like public enemy number one and you know and 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 um at that time that like in in especially in the nineties <clears throat> I remember seeing everyone trying to grab hold on to like certain hip hop roots and certain roots about black power and that's what that symbol really means. It means us taking our power back because you know during times when um you know even now, like a lot of oppressive things that happen to the community are like pretty much swept under the rug. So that symbol is very, um, it's, it's interesting. And, and I love the fact that you just challenged it in such a way to say, hey, you could ch- just change the flow of it. But can you explain? Because I know when you said that, I know instinctively, and like you said, the ego, this was the part of my ego
3: that was like, mm, mm. I'm not changing that power. Let's well, see, <laughs> symbol- that's what, uh, that's what uh, I was saying. I think it makes sense because if you're knowing it mostly for the black community and as a staple of that, why would you want to be exposed? Why would you want to have your back out? Why would you want to have your ego out yes. to the public in this society? So to me, actually, even as, you know, in the black community, to for me, it makes sense to actually, hey, how about we just go down here real quick amongst ourselves and not have ourselves so exposed? I don't know. Yes. And I, I remember sometime one person told me when I, because
1: I, I I can't, kept doing that um, when I, I would implement that in a lot of protesting I would do. And they would tell me that, oh, if you close your fist, you're blocking yourself off from your blessings. And that I should open mm. my hands and do this to welcome my blessings. So, and, and, and that influenced me to in, implement that, like where I, well, now maybe. I might, I might, and then, but to go like this, and then this, and then open it up uh, into that because of that understanding that okay, even though I'm saying hey, I want my power back, and then you're saying protect that power, and then um and then I want to bless the peace, and then bring in the blessings. Mm. So it's it's very um, interesting that you point that out, and, 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 and because I'm always about, like, how can we tap into the minds of people from different communities, and understand what the struggle is, and how we all play a part in, you know, in our struggles towards each other, so that, like, that right there is like a starting point to understanding hey how do you manifest your power how do you want to manifest it you know and 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 this might maybe this is why when we started doing this the the movement was broken for a while because we left ourselves vulnerable Mm -hmm. you know so it's like it's it's yeah you see conspiracy theory took me down that whole (laughs) rabbit hole and and so because it's all about symbolism and and you see you got me open and symbolism is very important i was raised catholic though i'm 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 a spiritual person now and you know and symbolism was very demonized in catholicism like you know the pitchfork represented satan and then the, the star with the pentagram sta- star represented the devil manifesting that. And well, but,
0: right, so, right. but so 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 many
1: different aspects know. of it. Mm-hmm.
0: If you look at if you look at the uh, if you look at the uh, Catholicism in general, there's a lot of satanic symbols involved with that, even though yeah. they don't want to talk about it. But yeah, there's nothing but. So that's mm-hmm. a, different, say, a
2: different topic. But yeah, that's that's a whole. I don't want to get into it. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, you know, I, I, I'll I say too that um, in the summer of 2020, my sister and I, we uh, treated ourselves to doing the Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within. He's kind of this, well, he's probably, he's a very well-known uh, self-help guru. And one of the things that he said that I found is that if you you know as a kid there was a show called uh super friends where it had Mm -hmm. like wonder woman and batman and uh,
0: batman the hall of justice the Hall of justice
4: yeah the (laughs) hall of justice they'd all come and gather and so the thing is is he said and if if, if, you know so yeah and to kind of tie this back to feng shui so you know in a nutshell what feng shui is is if your body feels safe then your brain feels safe and so that's why I feel really compelled to help people feel safe in their body through Feng Shui principles. And, and so back to the whole spinal column, that if the spine feels safe and supported, it's going to travel up and down that spinal column and come up into your uh, your brain. So he, he said that if you stand in the Wonder Woman uh, Superman pose, which You can imagine what that's like, right? Yeah, right, Travis, exactly. (laughs) He said that if you stand like that for a certain uh, amount of minutes every day, it literally, physiologically, will make you more confident. And, Mm. you know, it makes sense, right? I mean, when we think about those superheroes standing like that, there must be a reason.
0: You know what, I agree with you on that. The only one I disagree with is Aquaman, because I always thought Aquaman was worthless. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah.
1: seriously.
0: I don't like what, mean? what did you like about Aquaman?
1: He could go with. I love mermaids.
0: What do you mean, mermaids? What's i to
1: like bit? about. And then he's a hot merman. Hm?
2: Yeah, but didn't he was in the bar, man. He was Aquaman. Right. <laughs> Aquaman was the shit, man. So in the can...
1: water. I mean, look, hey, Aquaman.
2: He can mm-hmm. help me out in the water. So hey, I, yeah, right? I, I got nothing against him.
3: Y'all That's all now Aquaman old. until your plane go down into the water. <laughs> and and, and I can't
2: tell you want not Uh huh.
3: he go. He'll go. I'm <laughs> the shit. You're I like, oh, thank what?
0: God,
3: Aquaman! I ain't shit, yeah, wait,
0: just, wait a minute. Let's be honest. If you're going down in the plane, you're dead anyway. How's he going? Was he going to revive you? Aquaman was a total. Into weight. the
3: water. I mean, I okay. Imagine if Aquaman was there when the Titanic went down. How much different would that situation have
2: been? You <laughs> well, would have called his dolphin yeah.
3: friends and everybody done that, that to help thing. them out. <laughs> yeah. Save yeah. yeah. Think about Rowsy it. Stuff
2: would came getting people and all kinds I of got stuff no problem.
0: I got no problem standing like Superman. I'm down with that. Superman, I'm not gonna stand like Wonder Woman, but I'll stand like Superman. I'll even stand like Apache Chief, but I'm not gonna stand like Aquaman because you know what? <laughs> Aquaman was worthless. He he only was able to do stuff in the water. What a waste of time. That was a waste of super heroes. Uh, wonder if he's
3: gonna be on Coney Island or somewhere. He's gonna need some help. And Aquaman gonna be like, Oh, I saw that episode. So you, you know, know what?
2: Good. Good. And you know what? I could swim better than he can. There you go. I don't know about that. He could breathe underwater. So
0: I'm s- Megan, I apologize. I We digressed a little bit, but let's go ahead and <laughs> progress now. Okay?
2: You see what I mean? You never know where we're going to go. But yeah, let's get back to the, the <laughs> sweat. Sorry, hey,
4: Megan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And so then, let's see, the other topics, you know, all kind of related to this was, uh, was what makes you feel powerful. I guess, I don't know, when we talked about, maybe we
3: already talked about that. Um, well, that's fine. It ties into all parts of life. It's just like when I brought in clothes, clothes is another way to show your power. So when you say feng shui, it doesn't just pay a part. In that. It's like, like, that's why I like clothes. People are like, why are you dressed? I'm like, you know what? Because if I don't get dressed every once in a while, I kind of feel like crap. So you might not, and you guys know, like you might not see me makeup every day, but when there's a chance to go out, it's like, yes let's do this <laughs> oh yeah you go so in and you look good too Thank you yeah. look good I, I
1: every time i love the different like personalities that come out in your outfits i'm like oh here goes that bitch see that's
2: what's cool about Khadija, <laughs> but she could flip it like that you know i'm so saying she could but i like knowing yourself
1: every time she has a different flavor mm-hmm.
2: yeah so. exactly
1: mm-hmm. and it
2: all works for her you know yeah. she's still the same Khadija, but she's got all these many styles she could be like or
3: this, and you uh-huh. know
0: what I mean? Yeah, she, and she was looking so great. You looked great last week. Khadijah, at the, at the birthday party, you were looking fab.
3: Thanks, that's I felt so like, nice. I felt like I, remember I, I actually did that. That's funny too. <laughs> <You're> the, <laughs> the that's what my, my outfit out. looked
4: like. Well, yeah, so, you know, one of the aspects of Feng Shui has to do with fame and how we're seen. And so when you look at how you, you brought this up, uh, so thinking about what back to the power right so if we're if we're feeling good and like in that picture pose of wow i look great and of course that's going to be drawing energy to you and that Mm -hmm. helps us feel good so looking at you know that's uh you know fame and recognition uh is an important part of our lives we want to feel seen uh you know I mean, who are we if we don't feel seen in life? And so if you, Khadijah, get to feel seen in an outfit and, you know, I mean, hey, that's like icing on the cake, right? Of just like- Well, of course, but it,
3: it I think it, I don't know, sometimes runs deeper because even I know myself, I'll be sitting in the house all day, not going anywhere and randomly be like, I'm going to do my makeup. <laughs> and that's just the case. I'm not doing anything but watching shows on Netflix, but something about just doing that helps me feel better I don't know yeah
2: I get it and sometimes it's a
3: reminder like oh yeah I can I can still do this I still got it all right let's let's watch this Netflix show now I feel good
4: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah well and you're doing it for yourself too I mean that's yeah
0: well I can honestly say that um you know, I'll, I'll just, even though I work from home, too, um, I, I, can, I can sit there and, uh, you know, not clean up for a while, and before you know it, I got a, I got a full beard on, I got the whole thing, but uh, I really do try to make it an effort to keep uh, the fresh baldy on and uh, at least keep myself uh, cleaned up, even though I'm really not going in front of people, I'm not even really going out, uh, thanks to uh, DoorDash and uh, Uber Eats and companies like that, but uh, i agree with you khadijah and i think it's really important to actually still eat, you know a clean up even if the ones coming around just mm-hmm. make yourself feel good i mean that, that's yeah. important i agree and kudos to you khadijah for doing makeup even though you're not going anywhere good for you
3: catch me that's on cool. the right day I might answer the phone looking like a cat i don't know
0: <laughs>
1: okay
3: <laughs> i painted my face like a cat
0: one day oh, oh, every oh, now okay. and then wasn't that I, on the halloween episode
3: Oh yeah. no! It just—it's—it's it, it's acceptable on Halloween, yes, but that doesn't mean I don't she do needs it any day on any day. Like fun fact, my mom used to come home to me dressed as different th- things. Like when I was growing up, she would come home one day. I would be a flash dancer, like shorts, leg warmers, the leggings, shoulder like the sweatshirt off the shoulder. My mom's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Flash dance, bro!" <laughs> <laughs> it's just what I felt like today.
4: Yeah. I mean, costuming. But I love costuming. The creativity.
1: Mm-hmm. I like. I like when I when I get dressed. I like dressing according to like the atmosphere I'm attending, and I like to blend, like, chameleon myself into that atmosphere, and and it's fun because it's like for me, it's like a a cosplay type, but with actual attire of clothes, and and then it's i don't know it's just i would
3: call that social feng shui
1: yeah yeah and, and and it helps me get into that like, the mindset to understand the the demographics i'm dealing with like to and it, and it's pretty
4: it's pretty cool it's fun so
1: yeah
4: mm-hmm. yeah like david bowie or madonna i mean just looking at you know those types of characters how mm-hmm. when we you know I mean, supposedly, you know, I read about how, let's say, if you always wear the same color, you change it up. And next thing you know, you feel different, you know, all that stuff for us to see, like, wow, I'm having such better days that I've started wearing yellow, you know. Uh, so it's important for us to yeah. switch things up. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know what, Megan, I agree with you on that, because it is so hard to switch up when you're just working from home. mm
1: it really is oh, I changed my atmosphere up at, at my house all the time I like it cozy or open
0: hmm. right so Megan well, what do you suggest on that what do you suggest on uh, well the, 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 the,
4: yeah so well I guess I'm curious are you on video calls or are you uh, in that kind of situation where you're interacting in that way or
0: um, I, 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 do a lot. Well, I do a lot of, um, I do a lot of chatting, a lot of emailing back and forth, and of course a lot of texting back and forth. I'm completely hooked up left, right, center, but I do, I will say that if I'm going on a Zoom, I'll make sure I got a fresh baldy on. That's true. And the a fresh body will last me a couple of days, but, um, the, that's maybe once or twice a week that I'm doing a, a video chat. On the mm-hmm. other days, I'm, I'm lucky if I get out of my pajamas.
4: Uh, uh uh-huh. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, so that's the thing is just for us. I mean, granted, I'm not sure of your background before the pandemic, but just kind of seeing where suddenly if everyone's in all the time and, you know, we kind of see our home as this kind of turtle energy where we go in and, and, and yeah, and then we wear pajamas and that kind of thing. But but as we know that, you know, we can't be you know, out all the time and we can't be inside all the time. We have to have both. And so Mm -hmm. for, you know, for you in this situation, you need to see how, if it's affecting your mental health, I'm sure that that's a concern for everyone that's, you know, in too much. And so looking at how to balance that, maybe if there's a way to schedule more of those video calls or maybe go out and get your lunch, things like that. Cause you know, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, at the beginning of the pandemic, for sure, I felt uh, very isolated and just seeing how to be able to make eye contact with other human beings, you know, our eyes and face reading have to do with uh, the element of fire. And so when our eyes light up and we get to see someone, you know, it's like they feed us, you know, we need that. And Mm -hmm. I I really noticed that in the pandemic when I got to make eye contact with even a, uh, you know, someone where I went and bought some groceries, you know, you were like, oh, thank God I get to look at someone. So yeah. So I would think Petey, you know, maybe just maybe having, you know, kind of a, you know, like a trajectory for the week of like, okay, I'm going to interact with this many people in this capacity to, you know, have that, be able to feed that part to keep that, uh, to keep that new energy coming in.
0: You know, it's interesting, though, because um, even though I've always been working from home, I used to go out. I really did. But this pandemic really, really jacked everything up. I mean, at one point, everything was closed with the exception of the grocery store. So yeah, I agree with you. It was a real treat um, to literally go to the grocery store. Let's go to the grocery store. Let, let, it, that was big because it, this was ridiculous. So now I'm trying to come back out of it again. So hopefully at some point I'll start doing that. But I got to be honest, I really got to just waking up and uh, turning on my laptop. I would I would text travesty be like yeah Yo, you busy can you talk for a second just for some sort of interaction and then you know sometimes... oh, so
2: that's what that was all the time okay <laughs> you know he just... wouldn't get off the phone Peter never gets off the phone you yeah. know it's cool <laughs> though you know <laughs> uh,
3: but it it does make perfect sense because during a pandemic even being here like I was I like to dance I like to go out somehow after the pandemic when it became harder because I, now I don't. I feel like I don't have the patience like I used to to take the drive, take the journey, especially because I like to party in the city, but I live in New Jersey. Um, And even with working, because I couldn't uh, express myself the same, what I did was visual merchandising and then construction. But the point is, is being in the house, it made me start you know, rearranging things, putting up shelves, putting up pictures, adding all of these things, because I couldn't go out now and go decorate a store. I had to decorate my home. That's what naturally happened for me. And even with clubbing, it became instead of I can't go out now, I've got to bring the party, you know, here. So that means go get some drinks, turn on a speaker and just make something happen here. Because I think if I did not, I would have gone insane. Mm -hmm. And it became harder. But so my question now, though, is I think that we struggled with it a good bit because we're so used to interacting um, with people and in person, You know, work life, friends growing up, we're older. And now I wanna know, I question if it even affects people like my little brother or sister because they're so used to online interaction anyway, it feels like they didn't even bat an eye or they weren't bothered by you know being home and just being stuck with their phone and their laptop. Mm. So how do you think that, how do you think that looks like going forward ah, good for them? Because it's like, if, if we, you know, speak about French way and how we, um, put energy out there, if they're only interacting online now, like what, what are they going to be like? I feel like personally, they're socially awkward already. No offense, me and Amir, if y'all ever happen to watch this, it's just, <laughs> yeah. um, they're so used it, to it. Like, I can I text it. my siblings and they respond back in, in emojis. Like, they don't even have to feel the need to use words. <laughs> but I find it interesting
1: that everyone has had um, this type of experience. Like, for me personally, I the pandemic had a, uh, the opposite effect. I enjoy going within my inner peace and just... I feel like I'm better off inside my own head than dealing with the outside world. So for me, when everything shut down and we was forced to disconnect, I was like, break.
3: I think I didn't feel that way because I'm very choosy anyway. I don't ever feel the obligation to where I have to answer someone or give a response. I'd be like, yeah, I'm silent right now. I don't have an answer, so I'll answer when I answer you. I don't know if that makes sense. I already had those those kind of pillars or boundaries yeah so I don't I know did. if that makes sense
1: is it, it, the feng story is something that I always had been conscientious of to help with like you know healing mental health and and understanding how to keep my mind at peace from you know dealing with uh, you know I'm I have PTSD so I have to always prevent myself from focusing on a bad memory that occurred. So mm-hmm. Feng Shui is very important in helping maintaining that 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 peace within myself because, like I said, I like getting lost in my own head, but sometimes that might be a journey. <laughs> that if I sit there and I allow the outside world, tell me how I should project myself, then I, that's when I feel like I'm crazy. That's when I feel like things are off. So for me, shutting the outside world off and allowing my inner peace to like, to just shine from within it's, it's, it's more peaceful for me. So being aware of what like my walls the color of my walls like right here i picked this color because i was like oh i want to wake up every day and see brightness in my room and then and i did blue in my bedroom because i'm like i want to wake up and feel peace in my mind because blues you know it it sends that peace so I, i i i do like how feng shui like is very important to maintaining like your your inner peace and your balance uh, of your surroundings around you and how you project yourself too. So
0: yeah. So Megan, Megan, let me ask you this, Megan. So how how should we step into our power for 2022?
4: Well, yeah. So uh, well, th- you know, thank you for uh, Khadija and Walemina for the, those um, you know I- I- insights about how y- dealing with the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so I think that um, I just see that since we've been inside more, that this is an opportunity for us to, you know, I focused on where you are sitting, whether you are working from home for a living or you're doing it for a hobby, either way, this is important because you're taking in information as you're sitting down at your computer Mm -hmm. and So, so that is why I made getting in command, change your life to show people, um, you know, and it's inexpensive. I made it for $27 because I want it to be available for all types of people to see, you know, PD hearing you say that doing the same thing every day, when we look at things of how, when we get into patterns that can be health unhealthy patterns, maybe that we don't want, I'm not saying yours was, but we all know that when we get into a rut. And so, You know, you'll hear different things in feng shui. Say, well, you know, move your couch, change your life, kind of thing. And there's a lot of truth to that, because when you're taking in the same view every day, and it might not be the best view, which is what Mm -hmm. I, uh, which is what I go into. And so, I guess for that, I would say, uh, well, of course, I encourage you to to get getting in command, change your life, so you can learn about how to help this area of your life where you're seated um, because it's going to carry over into other areas of your life. You know, our desk is kind of seen as our path in life. And so all the more reason that we really want to have a feeling of expansion while we are seated uh, rather than a feeling of contraction. You know, there's different places in our home where we want to feel contracted, uh, you know, our bedroom is a place where we want to go in and restore, and there's a reason for that. Um, but, you know, when we're out working, we, we, we want to feel, you know, even if we're at our own desk, we want to feel like we have choices
0: yeah.
4: uh, and, and not feel uh, kind of shut down and blocked. And that can happen a lot when I see the way people set up their workspace, So, um, and then it carries over, you know, in other parts of our home, Um, you know, think about like when you go on vacation and and you're Mm -hmm. staying in a new place and you're like, wow, why do I feel Feel so great? Yeah. Yeah. And so you get away from all of your, you know, some people, not everyone has a clutter issue, but if you're walking into your home and the first thing you see, you know, back to the subconscious mind is a bunch of kind of obstacles in your way that are getting in the way of you being in your power, um, you know, right. so we think about, you know, an entrance way when you come into where you're staying on vacation and, you know, it's probably nice, uh, you know, it's nice and spacious. And so looking at that for, you know, our own kind of little area where we're living is we, we also want to feel that spaciousness when we walk in, it's going to help us feel, uh, open and that there's new things coming to us. Uh so that's you I know, agree.
3: I could keep I talking. I, I know I'm I agree to it and I'm gonna agree to this to the point of how our home is set up. I mean you guys have heard this all the time you know I just have two bedrooms and I've always said that that the reason why that is is because I like my bedroom to be colorful. I mean you guys can probably see right here there's a bunch of colors and things that are up. Well now that the
0: lights is- are on we can see it.
3: You know what Peter <laughs> <laughs> okay but yes <laughs> um so that's absolutely true and then even like so it's it's me my boyfriend and then my roommate and they have their rooms and the thing that I have is like I don't care what your room looks like I know what my space is like and then right. what I focus on are the common areas so the living room the kitchen the bathroom I feel like all those spaces spaces should always be uh clear of someone whoever left left energy like if, I don't know if that makes sense so don't Leave a mess in the kitchen because I feel like it's a common space for everyone. Like if they come in and they want to cook, they're gonna be fuck- I know me. I'm upset if I'm coming in after someone and they've left some craziness that's theirs. So, but yes. if you're in your room and I walk in and your room is crazy, I'm like, that's not my fighting? business yeah. because what's gonna happen? As long as, to as your, to your my room is good, clean room, and it'll be fine. Like, <laughs> like me right this now, this is
2: my man cave.
3: And so that's why right. I, I, and I this spot up. very much important and even in my mom's house where all of the kids jerseys (laughs) what's up
0: wait go go ahead i'm sorry Travis. i'm just saying
3: that those spaces definitely are important and i even watched it happen in my mom's house so we went from having all the bedrooms filled which i think there are seven in my mom's house but i left my stepbrother left my uh the family member that was staying with us is gone so it's just my two siblings so she has three free bedrooms and within all three of those wow. bedrooms there's still bedrooms for his guests want to come over but my dark purple is now bright peach the the room next door is teal like they changed up all these colors and they made these spaces their own so now that you know if they want to get away or people come over it's like free of all of what used to be there so that's that's definitely a thing, and I think even if I grow older, I will always have my own bedroom,
0: or at well, least a some, shed, something. You know, it's interesting that you say that because uh, Megan, really quickly, because it's almost that magic time. We were so jammed up with this pandemic, we were so stir crazy. We actually got all of our clothes, everything you could imagine, and we wound up going. We went. We have a washer and dryer, but we went to the laundromat just for just for human interaction. I mean, most of the people couldn't speak English there, but still. <laughs> it was just the human interaction, and I got to tell you, it, it, was, it was a huge relief, huge relief, just getting out and just doing that, yeah. you know, it was unreal.
4: Of course, we're social creatures. I mean, we're, we're not, you know, we're meant to be out and interact, you know, we're all human beings. We, we need to, you know, share, share in our humanity.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. right well you know what before we go uh megan i know you had a question for us and you asked us uh, what draws us to come together each saturday and mm-hmm. I, that was a great question that you asked us in the the uh, preliminary and i got no problem asking that to everybody right now um uh, okay, hold with,
3: on. i'm gonna grab the tissues really quick just well me. wait a minute because
0: <laughs> okay. we, we, we want to start with khadijah our favorite millennial oh, go ahead khadijah on. you're up
3: everyone's personality and energy even if i say nothing the whole episode i'm always entertained i'm always happy to hear everyone's point of view i agree i disagree um i love that definitely that we can go back and forth and everything's always going to be all good because we do have a mutual understanding that's not something you find i think in everyday life and it's so hard to honestly make friends like if you're not uh at work or in school or something of the sort. And even then those are your work friends. Those are your school friends. It's kind of refreshing to have like a group of people you come back to, you know, every week. And it's not like it's too demanding or too much. It's not like we're picking up the phone every hour of every day, annoying each other. It's mm-hmm. we get to have this moment. We gather together like, oh, what's new? What's going on? We Update each other. And then, you know, Go on from there, and I I love it. And even out of that comes outside um, interactions like NYC Art Cipher, you know, with you. So it's it's cool to have people who are just as uh, opinionated but open minded and adventurous as myself. And it's cool. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say the internet at that point is an awesome thing because without it, and without us staying home, you know, and having that free time to reflect, to have time, space, whatever, um, and dive into other aspects or avenues of her life this wouldn't have happened so and it started with a meetup with peter and wilhelmina at a you know at a bar then it continued and i i love it I, I and it's i don't know it's funny he's like if you ever miss a saturday someone's so <laughs> in. i'm like i'm not going to miss a saturday until you know, last <laughs> week i i popped in but you, you get the point
0: <laughs> barrow go ahead you're up
3: what was the
1: question
0: uh, <laughs> what <laughs> What draws us to come together each Saturday?
1: Oh yes. Um, well, the, to reiterate uh, what Khadija said, definitely working with like like-mindeds uh, who have similar visions but different perspectives. And mm. I I I feel really honored that I finally connected with individuals who who have similar like mindsets and then my quirkiness and craziness is welcomed and embraced so I love it you know I could be who I am I could send um you know they support my messages yes it's right here (laughs) you know you know Khadija Khadija's like um she that's my right hand man Khadija just so you guys know that she is my VP on Barrow International so she is like you guys already see why and then you know and peter's you know he's just always been a great partner and support in everything we've been doing and and you know the friendship developed into a brotherhood and sisterhood oh yeah and he adopted me that's yeah cool. <laughs> so it's like and, and and for me personally i my vision is to heal my family and i figure if i just do get my message out there and help change the laws and do this with like-minded individuals then I can help heal my family and have that family that I've always dreamed of and which is why I had so many kids six kids three-step and three of my own so and I want more so and I love family and the whole concept of it and and that message of it like how do we address you know protecting that and everything so there's just so many reasons why I come on. Can I say one more thing? yeah so on the topic just- of
3: family it just proves to you I love the fact that it proves that your family doesn't always have to be what you're born into like yeah I have my family family but then I'm a part I feel like me and Wilhelmina and Peter and Travisy, if you ever come over here we're all <laughs> friends in the same family here. you know <laughs> so, and I love that I love you know going over to see <laughs> her the kids they come over here and having events with both of them it's always wild fun but and it gets things done I don't know how how could you not enjoy getting things done and still having a good time at the same time? Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: that sums it all up.
0: Mm. Yeah. Travis, D, you're up, or you want me to go?
2: Um, yeah, I can go. Um, for me, it's a getaway from what I'm doing. Whatever I do this day, this whole week, Saturday, I know I'm gonna come in here and I'm gonna have some interesting things with some interest, interesting guests that we have and that's what i like i like the guests that we have because so far every guest we had we haven't had a bad guest yet and just meeting them and just you know learning like what like you you totally different from anyone we've had before megan you know with what you presented here today and we get so many people and i just like meeting the new people like i met Wilhelmina and khadija through this i haven't seen them personally yet but I feel like I know them. Like, if I've seen them walking down the street, it'll be like, hey, what's up? I would feel like i just seen them yesterday, but I never, ever met them in person in my life. <laughs> and that's what's weird about it. And Pete, yeah, I've known Pete because we went to junior high school together. And he <laughs> talked me into this. And i told this story a million times. I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Nah. But if you know me, sometimes I say things just to make it a little rough on Peter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I knew I was going to do it, but I had to make it rough for him to make it like I didn't <laughs> want it to do <laughs> and then, after I did, I was like, Yeah, this is fun. And um it's good. I just like it. It's a getaway from whatever I'm doing in the house that day. And it's like a nice hour, hour and a half to speak to everybody. And it's just a fun thing to do. I like it. And I feel dedicated. So that's why I keep coming back.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, Travesty? It all started that day. I reached out to you on Facebook many, many <laughs> moons later. And uh, it's it's actually interesting because I did reach out to Travis D and I said, Travis, this is Peter. And he's like, Well, where the hell have you been for like 30 years? You know? Yeah, I
2: hadn't seen him since, what, 1990? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 1990. Up until, up until 2016. I was seeing him for the first time since then. And I was like, Yeah. Oh, so.
0: You know? Yeah. And, and the thing that's interesting is that. You know, my wife used to listen to Travesty and myself speak over the phone. And she just said it one day. She goes, you know, you two should have a podcast because what yeah. you talk about is absolutely hilarious. And that's how it all started. <laughs> and I did. I, and Travesty, you know, I know he was busting my chops, but I did twist his arm a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I met Sparrow. I was chasing Sparrow for years when I was on uh, Facebook. I'm still on Facebook, but I was chasing her for a long time. Uh, she thought I was a pimp, which is cool. I I think that's cool.
3: <laughs> Everyone um, thinks you're a pimp.
0: I know I'm the polite pimp. And I met Khadija, like Khadija said, at the meetup. And the energy was so amazing. But before all of that, though, uh, Sparrow finally agreed to come on the show. And she was talking about her uh, Unity projects and about her her ongoing projects with fighting the trafficking and all that. And we found Sparrow absolutely fascinating. As a matter of fact, she came on when we had the original crew. um, Mm -hmm. And one of our co-hosts, it was the drunkest she ever got. Remember that? That was Cheatery's Cheers. That was the episode. She kept, yeah. Yes. She didn't stop
2: drinking. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. It was. Um, it Hi, Cheatery. we miss you Oh, by the way, by the way, I'm just letting See, everyone I, I know. I told you all we were going to eat. T- I was in touch with Chita about, uh about a week ago, and she wanted to tell everybody hello. And she said she wants to make a guest appearance one day. She doesn't know what it's going to be yet, but she oh. said she misses us and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah.
0: Well, you know what? We miss you too, Chita Reed. But I got to <laughs> tell you, this crew we have right now, you know, may, you know God bless Christy for doing what she's doing. And um, Terry TV, we, we, know what, we don't know what happened in St. Martin. Crystal but we know D, D got to shout so Crystal
1: TV out. St. until Terry yeah. TV's, you know, box of secrets come out.
0: Hey! And you're <laughs> right, Travis D, We can't forget Crystal D. because Crystal D, we, we miss her too. She was great. Mm-hmm. But if it weren't for that meetup where Sparrow introduced me to Khadijah, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this this never would have happened. So I guess I could say persistence, for one. And oh, yeah,
1: have... the time when Elijah looked like Shaylin.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, no. just,
3: I just got to <laughs> no. say,
0: the reason, why, the reason why Saturdays are so important, though, is because, yes, I like to get together on a Saturday and speak to everybody on the show because they are the most truest people that I know, hands down. And I salute you
2: all. Salud, huh? Yeah, that's, that's that's good. Cause I like genuine people too. That's another thing. And everyone here on this show is genuinely good. Which
3: people. I'm sure you've seen. I mean, you haven't seen uncut versions, but you, yeah, I'm sure in the past few episodes. You <laughs> up. have seen we're how different.
1: we.
2: Can. But everyone's <laughs> being who they are today. Yeah, but everyone's we're matching
1: the funk sway energy. But we get right. fired up. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that's the good <laughs> thing. That's the good thing. They try to
1: get me fired up about Trayvon Martin. Don't think I didn't catch that. I was just too
0: well, high. Well, we, we <laughs> can always discuss that next episode. But Megan, how did we do with the final fons- <laughs> sweat?
4: Well, you know, I'll I'll leave it at this. You know, I think that the fact that you chose a round table, uh, you know, and when we think about where energy gathers, um, you know when energy gathers, it's creating, you know, the fact that the three of you, Wilhelmina, Petey and Khadija met. And so when we look at where energy gathers is, you know, in that there's power because, you know, I spent a lot of time in South America and I would notice all each town had a Plaza Central, which when I think about Feng Shui, it's basically just a small little place. There was always a church in the center, some kind of fountain, but that's, you know, a really great kind of feng shui when we look at where energy gathers. So I would say the fact that you chose a round table to name your show and the fact that you all come here to this table and, uh, you know, and of course, uh, a circle is a sacred shape. We're all drawn to that. So, uh, you know, kudos to all of you to have this coming together at the round table.
0: Well, you know what, Megan, we would love to have you back to another round table. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And at this point, we want to thank you for coming on the show. And Megan, if you want to give a shout out, if you want to go ahead and uh, let everybody know where they can find your information, we will go ahead and post it on our website as well. Uh, But Megan, the floor is yours to give a shout out and whatever other information you want to give.
4: Well, thanks. Yeah, I think I would just say that, you know, for those of you that are interested in learning some fundamental Feng Shui principles about setting yourself up in a way uh, that puts you in a position of <clears throat> command and power uh, at home, I would say, go ahead and uh, get uh, what I've created, getting in command, change your life. And, and then also, um, yeah, uh, you know, you can find it on my website, which is WFH Uh, where it will show the link and uh, and I also do occasional YouTube videos about various feng shui topics and that is uh, on my other website which is called samadhi feng shui
0: awesome well thank you so much and uh, we hope to have you back and we'll see you soon does anybody else have anything to ask Megan before we let her go
3: nothing uh but I did do research after our call the other day. I am a rooster. I am the year of the rooster. Oh, okay. February 8th, 1994. February 8th,
2: 1994.
3: Okay. Cause Ooh. 1994. I looked it up. I was like, well, what am I? I know I'm, I'm always going to be a unicorn, but the internet told me I'm a rooster. I don't know what that's about, but okay. That's great. Oh. I love it. Well,
2: I, I remember can- you said I was a tiger, so hey. <laughs> I like that.
4: (laughs) Yeah, Tiger, in your power this year.
0: Well, Megan, again, thank you so much for coming on and we'll be in touch and we'll talk soon.
4: Thanks to all of you. Awesome. Have a great 2022.
2: All right, you too, Megan. Nice to see you.
4: Okay, likewise.
2: All right. To sign off. So anyway,
0: I just wanted to say that we all know that Aquaman is absolutely
3: worthless. You know what?
0: And the movie was worthless. They did you're, that. No, I I'm telling you, the movie. you're
3: going to be in the, the beach one day or some shit's going to happen. I I'm don't like, where's Aquaman? Know. You're going to be like, where's Aquaman? I'm right. right. He's been like, well, I saw your US Roundtable show. And nah. We're going to help Travis,y Wilhelmina, and Khadija, but you can stay here. Like I said, the Titanic happened and he was around. Like he was a real <laughs> character. They would have been good.
0: Well, apparently I, he wasn't there because he was swimming with a whale or something. Uh, <laughs>
2: he wasn't there then.
3: He, was, he
0: wasn't there, period. Because
3: he's, he's not like, real, you know? but I'm just saying, don't be Aquaman downplaying my brother's skills like that.
0: Aquaman, <laughs> Aquaman was worthless, and you know it. He, 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 what did he swim? I he wouldn't went, say what? that,
3: because, man, if something happened and I was in the middle of the ocean, which I think about that like when I'm on planes. like The plane to Miami, it I was <laughs> just went and down like right that. now, I'd be fucked.
0: I don't know Me what too. I would. Listen, if you go down to the plane, we're done anyway. Let's be honest. You know, it was nice knowing uh, everybody.
2: People see people survive it sometimes. And swim. It depends on I, how the not crash really. Happens.
0: Nah, they can't survive. No one survives. People, do. people
2: do. LaGuardia. Oh. People, the LaGuardia thing that happened. Right.
0: different though. That, that's, wait, that's different though. It slid into the water. That's different. No water.
2: And I'm guess who should have been there? Aquaman. That's our old boy. <laughs> It was like cold as hell that day, too. Aquaman uh, could have got everybody
3: out real quick. Right. <laughs> That's This is what I'm saying. Like, do you not understand? If superheroes were real, I would time. not. I wouldn't downplay him. I'd be like, no no yeah.
0: No one died thanks to Scully, you're right? The pilot, Scully. Yeah. Well, All
3: right. well, but, well Peter, saying. you think about this. The next time you're on a plane and you're traveling over a body of water,
0: I don't have to worry about it, because you know what? Superman would be there before Man to get the plane. There okay. you go. Anyway, it's that magic time, Khadijah, <laughs> our favorite millennial. And we are going to go ahead and do our sign-off, starting with Sparrow. Hey, Sparrow.
1: peace. He was going to bring a shot but we're going to hold
2: back this week. For the sake of it, shui but you it's know what New day is. sparrow is holding back this is a new yes. day for real she Some, is like
3: back. i
1: said depending on the mood i could I restrain I do it? yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, <laughs> on the topic of french way i can't i think i could pull a shots fired
0: wait a minute uh what about a millennial report to our favorite millennial well
3: my yeah. millennial report was very subtle but it was about like yeah, said i don't think that the people the people The next generation, I don't know how they're going to hold up in, you know, certain environments. It's getting more creative, uh, more competitive, um, and they lack the resources as far as even interacting. Like, imagine a generation under me going in for an interview. First of all, what they would look like, what they'd be dressed like, and how they would speak.
4: Mm, yeah, well, you, be you be know like, you know how, like doing
3: i was like i asked my my siblings simple questions and for some reason it's complicated so how are they going to answer interview questions when it's not for a job
0: well it's going to be up to you khadijah to uh school them and coach them into that yeah coach them through it. Guess, but, then again,
3: but then again the managers are getting younger too
0: right and you know what this generation all
3: work out,
0: and this generation they're making all their money off their cell phones their little hundred dollars here twenty dollars there they got they got perks all over the place. They could survive on Dunkin' Donuts. Something yeah, I don't like think, world but world.
3: I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't think the world is going to be, uh, we just go to work, make a buck and, you know, come home. It's going to, I think it's constantly going to get more complicated.
0: Hmm. Well, that's an excellent millennial report. We got to revisit that. Uh, Khadijah, you want to go so ahead and say
3: <laughs> So pessimistic? I don't think in a bad way. I just think that it's in a way of, of, But it's not pessimistic. It's that saying in a way where I'm ahead of them, I don't know how to shape the world for the people to come. I don't know how to be a part of that. I don't know what moves to make to make the pathway for them. Just like the generations before us, I feel like my grandmother, my great grandmother made a way for all of us, but that's just like the 80s, the 70s, the 80s and 90s were distinct as fuck. You can watch a movie and know what the era is now in the 2000s after about maybe 2003 2005 you can't really tell what is what because all styles all genres all brands everything is kind of like uh melting together and so I don't know where that what that looks like and me being a person ahead like behind you guys but ahead of the next generation I don't know where the hell I'm supposed to be leading them it is a little bit scary you know what I'm saying like
0: I got you I respect that I totally respect that, but you know what I don't respect? You know what I don't respect? The fact that Sparrow, travesty. You ready for this? This goes out to Sparrow. Sparrow has never seen First Blood, travesty.
1: Really? I don't know if I've never seen it. To be fair.
2: You don't,
0: you
1: don't know. I just don't recall it. And
3: I don't know it. what
0: that is. Well, that's Rainbow. okay. That was before, way before your time. I mean, we're gonna let I saw all gonna the Rambo's be blew All the
3: Rambo's.
2: Even, Wasn't even it like Rambo he, you know there's one, that one? That one that came out like two, three years ago. You saw that one?
0: Yeah, that was horrible. I saw that one.
1: Yeah,
2: it was his sign off. I like. I'm, I'm. I'm liking the movie because it was sending him off, saying, "Okay, this is it, Rambo."
0: That that but, and the dispensables or whatever
2: that. Was. I like <laughs> the Dispens- uh, Expendables was good. Boy. You I thought that about? was good, and they had
1: gently. Oh my and brother!
2: And everybody it. Anybody was in there.
0: So, Travis, I, I know I know we're in the middle of sign off, but I said this I said the sparrow that you know that sounds like somebody drew First Blood, and, and she had no idea what I was talking about. I go, you never saw the movie First Blood? And she goes, no, I never I mean, saw it. I couldn't believe it. I was blown away at that. Everybody has seen First Blood. Khadija, I get it. Don't worry about it. But everybody has seen that. Everyone yeah, just about it. It's just, just one, that's one of
1: those movies. is so old. I probably saw it and just didn't know that was the name. You get All what right. I'm saying. It's not that
0: old, okay? Because we're not that old. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and do the sign off again. We'll start with Sparrow. Come up with a different sign off, Sparrow.
3: (laughs) 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 I want to start shit. (laughs) Right? Now 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 we're totally open and free, and sorry. Look at the kitchen. Look at the
1: kitchen. Ow, shit. What is she cooking? All right, that's my sign-off. Yeah. Don't
0: Think that. on that. Oh, shit, what is she cooking? Khadijah, our favorite millennial? I'm a cat lover,
2: by the way. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says.
0: I
3: haven't
2: always been, though. It was Mr. T. Oh! That's his name?
3: No, it's but a girl.
2: I'm about to and say, I, it look like a girl. Yeah. It's
3: a girl, and I, I named her... First of all, cat names are pointless because they don't answer. Why are you purring? She's my very cat happy. Why used not answer me? Okay, really quick. Not a cat lover. Was a dog lover. My first dog is uh 15 years old. He now has fallen for Elijah. I don't know if it's a guy thing with dogs that they just follow the male. That's what I feel like is happening? I live up with a cat.
0: Them a Probably giving him treats.
3: Mm, kind of. He feeds them a lot. My dogs know not to cry at me because I'm not going to do it. Or they have to wait. That's just it. Cats didn't think I'd fall in love with them, but we got a cat because he was a band. And I was like, oh, poor cat. I'll take him. I did. That's the big cat. I don't know where he at right now. She's a little cat. We've had her since she was pretty much born. Um, She's super chill, super sweet. And she's always purring. Like, I just literally picked her up. And I'm like, what the fuck are you purring about? I didn't even bet you. But
0: that's how she is.
3: Um, she's her five sweet And, yeah, she's chill. She's oddly very chill. Um, But um, sign off. Peace, love and happiness. Love all you guys. Uh, Please type a comment or something as to how I could possibly help the future uh, generations. I don't really know. Everything's a little bit everywhere. I constantly think about that and how that's going to translate in coming years. And uh, yeah.
0: All right. Well, everybody. I just want everybody to uh, be safe. Wear your mask. Khadija. I'm sorry about the orange juice. You know I
3: what?
0: I had nothing to do with that, Khadija. And everybody be safe because we are raw now. And uh, children uh, shouldn't listen to this. Uh, but you know what? They can anyway. So I think they should. I think they should, too. It'll toughen them up a little bit.
3: Uh, you know what?
0: Khadija, hold that thought.
2: Travis,
3: well,
0: what I'm
2: going to say is we out. So whatever needs to be said needs to be said right now. What was these are going to say? You know what? Sparrow, I love that outfit. It's very Madonna.
1: Thank
0: you. I really do. That is Madonna right there. Madonna, if she watches this, she will love that outfit. But go ahead, Travis. Over to you. All
2: right. We out. <laughs>